Welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Doc, back here again with my co-host, Keck. How's it going? It is going. <laughs> That's good. So I had, I do have some more, uh, you, you know, uh, strike union uh, type of news. Uh, remember how we were oh, talking that's about still that? Go- that's still going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know how when you go to different states, they have different like tax breaks and, uh, and stuff? For like you know, film in there. Well, uh, yes. in New York, New York State legislation, legislation. Uh, thank you, thank you. They're trying to uh, pass a law that if you use AI there, you will not be getting the tax break. Of you know, for that state. So, oh, uh, Disney- so it's like. Basically, them saying, like, uh, you can do this, but, like, you're going to pay. Yeah, or you're not going to get, you know, these huge tax breaks, which we usually give you. uh, Yeah, so you're you're going to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, NBC and uh, Disney are uh, monitoring that bill right now. So, uh, because they obviously don't want it to pass. So, yeah, yeah, they want to replace actors, you know. And get the tax breaks. Well, you so. know what would really hurt them if, like, the Canadian government took action because, like, you know, Canada has become like such a popular place to film in the last couple of decades that if, like, you know, uh, the government in Canada were to, like, you know, pass something saying that they wouldn't get any kind of tax. Well, actually. I shouldn't say that because I don't actually know like the Canadian government's policy with like in regard to like uh, filming over there. So they definitely get tax breaks. Yeah. But yeah, I assume, but like, I don't know for certain. So I didn't want to like, just talk out of my ass and give possible oh, yeah. bad information. That's so why a lot of films, that's why well, at least like a lot of the CW shows were filming in Vancouver because it was cheaper yeah. to film up there. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I see like almost like every movie now. I always see like at the bottom, like you know, filmed here in you know somewhere in Canada. Special thanks to the people yeah. of Quebec or Montreal or you know whatever British Columbia. And so like if Canada, like the country, were to do that, then that would, uh, yeah, the companies would definitely be looking into that <laughs> yeah but you see why like this is something that these the the unions need to do themselves they can't like because you never know what where the technology is going to be it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when yeah you know so like the they need to take action now because you don't know where that technology is going to be in the in the next three years you so if you don't take that action now you, you wait three years for uh you know, uh, your next contract to be up and you're hoping that the government does something, then you're, you're right. up screwing yourself and over. In, in that, in that sense, it is still a matter of if, because technically if Congress were to come together and move its lazy collective ass and do something, then they could still make it a matter of if but yes at at the current trajectory you're correct if things keep going as they are then it's a matter of when yeah Yeah. i agree completely it's not like the government is uh necessarily banning ai at least they're not talking about it yet they're just like hey if you use it we're not going to give you tax breaks like so they're trying to that's just the state of new york correct yeah like, that's, that's not yeah, yeah yeah and i'm um, but like you know depending upon how that goes there's other states that might fall suit so yeah yeah we'll absolutely have to watch that carefully uh, absolutely another thing with uh unions cartoon network and warner brothers animation workers are organizing to form a union within the animation guild Oh, so, so that that whole anime thing, like they're uh, they're moving on that. They're they're forming. Well, they're, well, there's already an animation guild. They're just not as <laughs> strong as like the the SAG or Writers Guild, which the 
East Coast, uh, you know, chapter of the Writers Guild did say that once this uh, writer strike is over, they were going to fold in a lot of the writers that were in the Animation Guild into the Writers Guild, so they'll get better pay. Yeah, so. I, I did hear that. What, what I meant to say was, is that like, you know, now are the you know animators like are they poised to try to get in on this action now too? Like, well, are they getting ready to do like a strike of their own? Like, you know, is are there more I, strikes to come? I don't know. It all depends on when the uh, the animation guild, you know, contracts are up. Which isn't yeah. I haven't heard anything about when that is, so probably not anytime soon. Because I know the other one, the IA TSE, the you know below the line workers, their contract's not till up till next year. So when they uh, have to renegotiate for that, so this is just like uh, sixty six uh, production workers, you know, uh, staff of different managers, assistants, IT specialists, and coordinators uh, who work on this. They are going to form like a. Uh, like a, a union within the animation guild. So that's that's what they're looking to do. Uh, another um, group of people that are looking to unionize are on-set VFX workers at Marvel. They're also uh, unionizing as well. Uh, I believe there's about... What, what, is, what is VFX? Uh, visual effects. Okay. It's, but it's not like the it's not like practical effects. It's the visual effects like um, supervisors and stuff like that who are on set to make sure that um, you know the people that kind of wear like I guess the motion capture uh, people I want to say. Okay. And um, it's mostly them. They oversee everything to make sure everything's captured right, so they can uh, use it in post, so they can actually you know capture what they want. Are they in charge of like editing video and stuff like that? Not necessarily. They're more in charge of making sh like, hey, if you want this a shot, we have to do this on set to capture that. So they so supervise to make, to make sure, sure that things are going to look the way the director intended them to look. Yes. Stuff uh, yes. like that. Okay. Okay. And so I guess not the people it, like uh, actually uh, sitting at the computers making effects because they're yeah. usually third party uh, companies. Oh, they're, okay. Yeah. They kind of like. Send out the like uh, these big companies will uh, send out be like, hey, who can do who wants to bid on doing this project for, for and people just uh, bid on like studios, FX companies bid on it to try to, uh, you know, get it. And then they have then they usually end up getting rushed and overworked and everything. And that's why, like, a lot of CGI hasn't been uh, up to standards recently. Is there a counterpart to that that's on the audio side? Like, you know, like the foley artist and things like that they would fall under um the below the line workers the iaste uh, okay. uh contract i believe yeah yeah the, like i said that contract doesn't go up to next year the uh, then uh on the actual what's filming side of things fx series alien is you know the by Noah Haley who did uh Legion and um God what's the other one the show the show or the movie the show yeah I assume they're, yeah they're working on the FX show uh but they're allegedly set to film without union actors the, no cast has been announced yet they're still in pre production but they're filming over in Thailand right now and apparently there's only like two SAG actors so they're gonna try to film as much as they can without those actors. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And then speaking of Why alien, don't they uh, just like AI, AI them in. <laughs> Can't do that. No. And then uh, speaking of uh, Alien, the you know the Dead by Daylight uh, game. Yes. That's kind of yeah, like the, the, the one that um I think it's like uh, I think uh, it was on game. I know it's on Game Pass, and I think it was also like available free if you had uh, an Xbox subscription. You could just download it in the uh, Games for Gold package. Yeah, well, they've announced a, an Alien chapter with a little teaser, so you're going to be like on the ship being chased really? by aliens. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, release date is on that, but they just uh, put out a little teaser for that. 
So I thought that was pretty cool. And I was like, well, now I might have to get to this game because I never played that or the uh, Friday the 13th game, which is ending because the rights for that came up. So they're that's going to be going away soon. You they're never played the Friday the 13th game? No, I've watched people play it, but I've never played it myself. Oh, well, what, what do you mean? It's uh, You mean the servers are shutting down? Like the yeah. multiplayer function? Oh, all right. So the game will still exist, but it just won't be like, uh, it won't have a multiplayer thing. Yeah, which is not, I mean, the whole thing's... Yeah, which is essentially like the whole thing. I mean, I don't know. Like, personally, I didn't think that the multiplayer was fun. I mean, there is, like, like there was an, a ridiculous achievement for that game where it said, play multiplayer as Jason 1,000 times. And that was an achievement. And the way the game is set up, just very briefly, is I think that there's like six counselors or something like that. So you have like a half a dozen counselors, and then you have, J- I, I think it's six counselors, and then you have Jason. So every multiplayer session, you'd have a one in seven chance of being Jason. Who the fuck is playing? Who the fuck is gonna play multiplayer a thousand times alone? Let yeah. alone play multiplayer that many times. So I mean, you know, roughly like your average, would you have to play like seven thousand times to hopefully get to be? J- so yeah, that's a lot of multiplayer sessions. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they uh, they updated the uh, the database server because it's still uh, it's going to be set to delisted storefronts in December, but you still have a good year before uh, the servers go offline. Yeah, but some of the updates they're um, putting out. Is there this for, for both Microsoft and Sony? I believe it's for all uh, systems. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, cool. like I said, I was never that impressed. I did like, I did like the game single player just to play through it once because I did think that like a lot of the story cutscene kills were pretty cool. So like, I played through like some of that, but like then they would have like a they tried to add replay value by like giving you a challenge, like you know go through all this, but this time only come in by going through the back door or uh you have to do the whole thing without getting discovered or you had to you know uh kill one person with a chair and roast another person alive in the stove pot you know boiling water or something like that and do it in this order like kill this person and then kill this person and then kill this per- it, it, it was just like sort of cheesy shit but i, I did like the cutscenes. i thought some of the kills were really cool yeah some of the uh, updates they put out for the next year anyways the 30 legendary perks uh, awarded to everyone most popular perks no negative effects all the best role possible all players level 150 all kills unlocked. Uh, that does not count the DLC uh, kills that they released. Um, but all challenge skills, uh, sorry, all challenge skulls unlocked. No experience CP earned, and no matchmaking uh, functionality lost either. So they've updated a lot of things. I think there's. I think it's just they, that studio has kind of like lost the rights, or like they've only had the rights for so long. Because yeah. I, I hear there. Um, somebody was in the works with an uh another game coming out at some point so i'll keep you informed on that as well just speaking real quick of friday the 13th any news that you've heard on the friday the 13th movie or series front uh no not not since uh before the last talked about yeah Um, i'm sure that was in the works at least up to the uh writer strike but yeah, yeah, there's supposedly a, a new Friday Thirteenth game uh, coming out, so we'll see uh, what happens with that, or when when that happens, you know, whenever that happens. <laughs> but uh, speaking of reboots, Return of the Living Dead reboot in the works. Uh, it's not a remake, so it will be set in the same world as the uh, original classic and its sequel. So it's it's going to expand the existing world created by the original five films 
So I didn't even know they went to five. The, the five. Oh, I thought you just meant Return of the Living Dead, you know, with the punk rockers, Joel yeah. Shepard. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be like a reboot of that. So we'll a, see. A reboot of just that movie? No, it's set in that world of all. Of, because oh, all, okay. It's, set, it's, it's set, set in the world of Return of the Living Dead, but it's yeah. going to have elements of all the Living Dead movies in it. Okay. Yeah, so it's not going to be like a straight remake or anything like that. Yeah, so. gotcha. I, I wonder, I, I hopefully you'll uh, see Joel Shepard and uh, what's her name? Lara Quigley in it or something like make cameos or something like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but there is a remake a of uh, Street Trash. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. Uh, it's like an 87 body melt uh, classic. No, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, it's about like um, basically like um, I think this one's going to be taking place in Cape Town, South Africa. But it's about like a growing divide between the rich and poor and like. You know, they kind of South Africa would be a good place to uh, yeah. to do that. Yeah, it uh, follows a group of like homeless misfits as they fight for survival when they discover a plot to exterminate every homeless person in the city. Yeah, well, and, that's yeah. definitely a good location. Yeah, and the uh, it's going to be uh, directed by the guy who did Fried Berry, uh, Ryan Kruger. Oh yeah, so yeah. Oh, dude, nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Wait, what? What was that called again? Street <laughs> trash. Make it street trash. I was thinking Savage Streets. Okay. Yeah. So that no, that street, was actually a movie I watched recently. Uh, street trash. Yeah, I saw some Good. people being like, "Why? Why do we need this remake?" Blah blah blah. And and it's like, hey, it's 1987, low budget, you know, uh, horror movie. But uh, it's also it's. I was also yeah. like, hey. Go watch Fried Berry and then come back to me and tell me you're not excited for this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, it was low budget, but I mean, it wasn't like it was like a shoestring budget or anything like that. Like, you know, I mean, like it, it was low budget, but like, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, like fucking, uh, you know, people working for free budget just for passion. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the budget was on that. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I don't know about you. Uh, just because it's... No, I... Like, I, I liked Berry and I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, it. no, I, I didn't know. I thought that was awesome. So, yeah. you know, but I, I was I was just pointing out, yeah, I, I know it was, like, low budget, but, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, no budget. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Then uh, we're on to the... Scream 7 has found a new director with uh, Christopher Landon, who did Happy Death Day 1 and 2. Scream 7, Jesus fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that as a concept. I know you don't like the uh, Scream movies, but... Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Scream 7? Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so it's by the director who did Happy Death Day, which is kind of like Groundhog Day horror. And then uh, he also did Freaky, which is like a body switching horror. And I think they're both great. And I hope he gets a chance to do like Freaky Friday. No, it's just called Freaky. Freaky. But it's it's like a Freaky Friday situation. Uh, Okay. But like like a horror twist. Yeah. It's Vince Vaughn. And uh, I forget who the chick is. And they and they switch. And Vince Vaughn's like the killer. And he switches with like a teenage girl. Oh, God. Oh, oh. That it does not good. sound appealing. Vince Vaughn, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, moving uh, on. Moving on. A couple announcements for the uh, upcoming uh, Halloween season for Halloween Haunts. Uh, the Exorcist Believer, uh, which is the new, uh, based on the new Exorcist movie, uh, which is called Exorcist Believer. Oh, uh, j- I'm sorry to cut in, but like just speaking of Exorcist, we um, should note we just had a passing. Oh, yes. William uh, Freakin just passed away. Yeah, I, I just wanted to interject real quick. I mean, he was known for other things than The Exorcist. He went on to have like a pretty successful career, but like I think that's probably what he's best known for. Yeah. I I. I 
I think he was in his early 80s. I'm not 100% certain. But uh, I think he was also... I think he was also in the French Connection movies. Well, he directed them, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least least one of them. And To Live and Die in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, I I love that. I love I love that fucking yeah. Al Pacino's cruising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I ju- I just wanted to uh, mention, you know, he he was you know kind of a legend. So yeah, absolutely. But yes, what was I talking about? Oh yes, the haunts for Universal is going to be uh, the new Exorcist movie and Chucky are going to be uh, two of the new mazes. They haven't announced any of the other mazes, but uh, they always get big names. But it seems like Six Flags Magic Mountain is finally uh, going to dip into that Warner Brothers uh, IP because they're going to do a Conjuring maze and a Saul X maze. So normally their mazes are named, you know, just random things, but it looks like they're finally going to get some licensing uh, through what that. What is that? Do you know anything about that haunt that you went to, like, a couple years ago that, like, you basically, like, came to me in tears afterwards because you were, like, so disappointed about, like, oh, how so fucking trash. horribly budget it was, and you tried to, like, give them constructive criticism, then they, like, ban you on Facebook or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't see them last year. Pop do you, up and do do you know that? Do you know, do you remember the name or? I remember it was. I think it was the Ventura Fear Grounds, which is at the yeah. Ventura Fairgrounds, which is out by uh, near Magic Mountain. But yeah, they. I don't and you weren't even that. like initially being a prick. You were just giving them criticism. You're like, look, I, you know, I was very unhappy with like, you know, what I saw when I went there. Like, I paid good money, and like, didn't they like not even like respond? Like, they just tried to like delete your comment. Or, yeah, yeah. deleted my comments and blocked me. It was like I had bought a VIP ticket for like it was like nine o'clock or something like that, and the part and they closed at ten. And when I got there at nine, like the the parking people were like, "Hey, we're closing soon," and I was like, "Well, I paid for this VIP ticket or whatever." And then like all the like the beer garden, and everything was already shut down, and like like there I was, remember like, you being fucking mazes. mad, yeah, <laughs> the mazes and shit. We had to like rush to do to make sure we were able to do everything, and it was like the weakest haunt I'd ever been to. Yeah, it, it, it was like, on top of that. It was really budget, right? Yeah, and, and like it made me like that night. I was like, I need to like cleanse my plat palette and i ended up going to universal like the next day <laughs> yeah. just to like fucking do something you know i went I, to like seven haunts that year i just thought that it was so crazy because like i i think you had read to me like the criticism you gave them and it was like it, it wasn't like you like wrote fuck you you motherfucking sons of no. bitches you bet like you know what i mean you were just like you know you know, saying like you were disappointed and like, you know what I mean? Like a normal human being would have been like, Oh, you know, Mr. Dockery, like we're sorry that you were uh, displeased. We hope to do better in the future and like, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, write you something back and say like, yeah. you know, something like that. But instead, nope, delete comment block. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hey, if you're going to like, acts like that, like, like that's yeah, so unprofessional. Sell, I was like, yeah, don't sell like, 9 p.m. VIP tickets if you're going to yeah. close at 10 o'clock and not have anything open. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So it, was <laughs> it wasn't like you got that. I mean, you bought a ticket for a specific time slot. You yeah. got there, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we're closing soon, and uh, you should just go and, you know, <laughs> take yeah. your little dog, too. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. But. Uh, oh, there's a. You remember that you watched uh, Thirty Coins on uh, HBO, right? Uh, I skimmed through it. I, di- I I did not get into it that much. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah. When I say I didn't get into it much, I'm not saying like I started watching it and like wasn't feeling it. 
I just had skimmed through it and didn't get into it much in terms of like, I just didn't watch that much of it. I'm not saying like I start watching it and was like, oh, this isn't for me. When I say I didn't get into it much, I mean, I just like literally didn't get into it much. Okay. Like I had like other things going on at the time or I was like watching other stuff and I just never really uh, explored it fully. I do plan on getting into it because there's another, how many seasons are, was it just the one season or was it like they just For announced some reason, season I thought two. there were three seasons. No, they just announced season two. They put a trailer out, and it's supposed to come out in October. Yeah. So we still have well, lots to look forward to. Uh, I, 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 do, I do plan on checking out. That, that it's Spanish, right? I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, the right thing, yeah. right? It's, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I thought the first season kind of, uh, you know, kind of got a little buck wild towards the end. But uh, I'm still looking forward to the second season. You know, yeah, I, I love that reviews. It, it, it was the reviews were sort of a mixed bag, but like I still plan to check it out. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, pretty strong for the first like mo- well for most of the episodes. I thought I just thought the last two were just a little uh, crazy. But uh, the I'm looking people forward. that did thirty coins were that were they the some same people or affiliate with the people that also did the show money heist no no i think it was too complete they were just both spanish shows that's all yeah no i i thought that they were oh wait i i think money heist actually took a place in spain and 30 coins was in latin america no 30 coins was in spain Oh, 30 Coins yeah. was in Spain as yeah. well? Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought that they were affiliate, but I must have been mistaken. No. Oh, remember uh, when we did our uh, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards? The uh, Amity <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that every day since. Well, would you like to hear some of the uh, the new titles they have? Oh, there's there's more Amityville movies coming. How many Amityvilles have been uh, really? Wait, was that the the uh, Amityville movies of 2022, or was that the Amity? Yeah, it was of 2022, was right? 2022, yeah, I think. So, there's at least how many five. Amityville titles have been in uh, 2023? All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, Amityville Death Toilet. Uh, you don't have to read them all out if it's that Uh-oh. ridiculous. I was just wondering. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to read them out. <laughs> oh, you're read them out. Uh, the subtitle for that is, or, you know, the tagline for that is, uh, for God's sake, call a plumber. The next now, one. these are going to be shoestring budget movies. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I have to think, like, a lot of them are just like, you know, hey, you want to be in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they made a movie and then just threw the Amityville, like, title on there just to, get, yeah. you know, get that click or whatever. The next one's called Amityville Bigfoot. Amityville <laughs> Bigfoot. Is there any, <laughs> is there a subtitle to that? The Bigfoot no. is well, isn't the wait? We were talking about like copyright a little while ago. Like, I guess Amityville is just like open to use. Like, they just, you know, I mean, like the studio has like no rights to it. They just yeah, said right. Amityville is like free game. Like, we're just like throwing it out there. Anybody could use. So, me and you could like make an Amityville movie, like you know, in the next couple of weeks if we want to get together and do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's like there might be some like uh, parts of like the story that you can't necessarily use, but like the title is, is free use. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one's called Amityville elevator. Then, then this, Oh God, I just clicked on this uh, Amityville shark house. <laughs> then Amityville backpack. <laughs> so those are things to look forward to, I guess. How many is that? Was that five or six? Five. It was five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, that's pretty that much said, all. I am going to, pro- you know, the uh, curiosity has gotten the best. I am going to skim through those. I mean, I'm going to look. I, w- there were six in 2022? Or were there ten? Like, was it six I think there was like ten? nine or ten last year. 
All right. Well, I'm going to just do a skim through and say, I mean, I'm assuming that they're probably free to watch somewhere. I mean, I, I, I can't, I don't think that this is going to be premium content. You could probably go to like Voodoo or uh, what's the other one? Tubi. Yeah. Like they're probably on there. Like, you know, uh, maybe, maybe we'll, Maybe we'll uh, both uh, see if we can find some time and skim through them a little bit. And then one of our casts will just uh, do a <laughs> review of just what we saw. Maybe maybe there will be like a standout or something like that. But I can't... I would say with like um, movies like those, I would like sit down, hopefully like ideally I'd have someone with me. So at... at very least we could start mystery science theorying it. And um, I would just basically say like, I'm going to give it five minutes. Yeah. Those seem like the types of movies that you would throw on in the background at a party while everyone was hanging out. and like, you know, not really paying attention. But yeah, I mean, I'm talking a lot of shit here. I will, I I should, before I talk all this shit, I guess, give the, like one or two of them a try, but like that would be my thing. I'd be like, I'm gonna give this five minutes or yeah. maybe three minutes. I was gonna say maybe start with like the winner of uh, the the chainsaw award from last year. I'd rather, I'd rather start like I'd rather just like go in order, and you know <laughs> what I mean. Like that way. So if I watch like the, if there were ten last year and there's five so far this year, so that would be fifteen movies to watch. And if I say I'm going to give it no more than five minutes, I mean, that's, you know, what, uh, I don't know, around an hour of my time top. So, you know, and I'm saying like, uh, I'm going to give it like a maximum of five minutes. So, you know, it, it yeah. shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. So uh, what, what else have you uh, been watching uh, recently? Well, and- I just finished um, like a, about a week ago, I finished watching the third season of The Witcher. I don't want to get too into it because I know you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we'll do a whole cast on that. Yeah, I, I um, I, I, I found it, uh, I found it enjoyable, but like, I was very sad at the end just because I, um, you know, I realized that uh, the last scene I saw. Um, you know, uh, Henry Cavill as the Witcher for the last time. And that, that, that bothered me because I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the last scene and at least the last scene where, you know, he was shown and I just was like, fuck, like, that's it. And, you know, I looked at the gentleman that's uh replacing him and looking at the picture i saw of him specifically i was like all right you know he's going to look like a good Geralt. like i could see like i was just picturing him like after they did uh the makeup and you know the costume and all that and i was like yeah you know i definitely think that he will look like a good Geralt, like far better than the guy that took over for uh the dude that played spartacus when oh, yeah. what's his name died of cancer you know unfortunately but uh, which McCall, I was like, all right, you know, he's going to look like a good Geralt, but like, is he going to be able to pull it off? And I also did notice in this season, I kind of understood a little bit more because they were really starting to delve away. Well, not tremendously, but you could tell that they were starting to depart from the books, which is, I know one of the main reasons he was unhappy to, you know, continue with the project. And just also on another note, just while I mentioned I was watching The Witcher, I should say I did watch the first episode and then about 15 minutes of the second episode of Witcher Blood Origin as well. And I don't ever plan on watching anymore. That, that it, bad? I haven't watched that yet either. I mean, uh, hey, you know, if you want to check it out, that's up to you. I would recommend staying away from it completely. But just to give you perspective, 
I think that there were, at the time I looked, there were 72,000 people that had voted and it did not even break five on IMDb. And The Witcher has been hugely successful. So, you know, people really like the show. And that worried me, too, because I was just like, wow, are we in for like a real intense quality decline for, you know, Witcher season four? I sure as fuck hope not. I, you know, I, I hope everything works out. And, you know, what's his name? Who's taking over as Carol? Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. So, you know, hey, I hope, uh, I wish him all the best. I hope that it continues good, even if they decide to go in like a little bit of a different direction. But, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm worried. I'm just going to say I'm worried about it. Other than that, I watch. Well, hold on. Before you move on, uh, did you ever? I mean, I remember seeing the trailer for uh, Witcher Blood Origin. I thought it looked interesting. But did you ever watch? I, I the, also thought that the trailer looked interesting. Did you ever watch the animated movie that they made? I did not. I did not. Okay, no. I haven't watched that either, and I was curious no. to see how that was. I, I think the best thing about Witcher Blood Origin that I saw in the episode, and then the fifteen minutes into the second episode, I watched. I thought the best thing about it was like the two minute trailer I saw. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's just my opinion. But, uh, otherwise I recently saw a gem that I had missed before called the, um, autopsy of Jane Doe with Brian Cox. Who's like, you know, one of my favorite actors of all time. And, uh, he was alongside, Shit, I can't think of the name of uh, the actor that played his son, but uh, it was him. Yeah, yeah, and it was the actor that played um, Bruce Bolton in Game of Thrones. He's been in a lot of things. British actor. Michael McElhatton or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah some, like some, some, I, 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 he's either British or Irish or Scottish or you know, he, yeah, he's yeah. from the United Kingdom. He didn't have like a particularly large role in it, but uh, I just really like him as an actor. And yeah, I mean, I was like quite impressed with that. I mean, it that was a fucking scary movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. So uh, he also did um, scary, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, uh, and he did a uh, troll hunter. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that was really good too. It's almost like a found footage uh, film, but like the the when they when you actually see the trolls, it looks re- really fucking good, and and it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, what impressed me was like. She didn't move. She didn't change expressions. She just laid there naked the entire time. And that just really freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that girl, because like, you know, she didn't look dead. She was just like there. And like, it was probably like the most impressive performance I've ever seen by a corpse. <laughs> that literally didn't change at all the entire time. You know, um, the only thing that changed is like when they start like cutting into her to do the autopsy, which was a terrible mistake to anybody that's seen the film. But, uh, you know, um, it, it was just like really freaky. I was uh, talking to somebody else that said the same thing. They were like, you know, I've never been like more frightened of, you know, a, you know, villain that like literally had no lines no nothing was just like laying there bare naked on a fucking you know uh table the entire time and uh yeah i don't know like somehow like it it was the direction you know it was the camera angles they put on her like you know like when they would like open her eyes and they saw it she was great like you know and they kind of described what happened to her and like I don't know. It was just the sudden camera angles that they would put on her face. And, uh, you know, it just, 
yeah, it was like the best performance by somebody that like literally did nothing at all that <laughs> I've yeah. ever seen. So she should get like the award for, I mean, yeah, that was like very unique in that. But I mean, obviously it was just, you know, the direction and, uh, you know, the cinematography and all that. But uh, yeah, it was really well done. Um, it, yeah, there were a few like twists that kind of unfolded at the end. Like I uh, specifically liked the part where he um, axed his girlfriend who had come back. Remember they were in like the elevator shaft yeah, and yeah. ended up like killing his girlfriend. And like, you know, you could only think back as to like what the fuck must have happened in that house in the very intro when they find her like half buried in you know the soil in the basement and uh yeah i mean i, I would have just found it like really like spooky early on like because the son wanted to the son knew there was something wrong like very on because like literally like she was like half buried naked and like she looked alive the entire time. Like her skin had like no blemishes to it. Like, you know, she was supposed to be dead, like for all this time. Like it, it was really well done. It was very eerie. It was really spooky. I jumped a couple times during it. And yeah, I mean, I don't have like too much more to get into. Is there anything you uh, want to add about that? Uh, about that movie, uh, no, uh, I thought it was really good. I mean, it's been yeah. a while since I watched it, but yeah, it's, I, yeah, I it's been, yeah, I just saw it probably like maybe two months ago, I think, and okay. uh, but yeah, it, it left an impact, and I was just thinking like, how the fuck did I, you know, not see this or even hear about it because. I don't know if you had mentioned it to me. I think it was my friend Probably. Jacob that mentioned it to me, actually. And, uh, you know, because I uh, I watched it with him. And, uh, yeah, it, like, freaked both of us out. And, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was sort of like a hidden gem I had not heard of before. And uh, I was really glad to uh, see that. Because, you know, Brian Cox, I mean, he pretty much can do anything. Like, he, he can act in horror. He can act... I I mean, he's a great uh, actor for drama, I've seen him in like period pieces, historical stuff. I mean, he's just great. So anything he's in, like I'll automatically be down for checking out. So, but uh, otherwise for me, the only other thing I saw recently was, well, actually I watched this afternoon because I, um, uh, I was confused and, uh, I was, I mistook it for another movie I had recently seen that was a German movie that was like very similar to this, but it was called the taking of Deborah Logan. And okay. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, it was it was it was decent. I won't go into any spoilers because you haven't seen it. I mean, it, it was all right. Like I, I mean, I could have taken it or leaved it because the one thing about it that you know I'll just tell you just because you'll find out immediately going in. It was one of those movies that was filmed like a a lot of it was filmed with like a handheld camera, kind of like the paranormal activity movies, you know what I mean? Where there's just like a lot of like camera tricks, jump scares and stuff like that. Like they're in the woods, Blair Witch Project style type stuff, you know, but obviously this one had like a, a bit of a higher budget and like, uh, I can't think of any like named actors that weren't it i recognized uh maybe one or two of them but otherwise i didn't really see any any stars in it or anything but uh What's it about? i mean i would say it was i'd say it was worth watching it was um it's about uh deborah logan she is uh an elderly woman who is starting to enter the later stages of dementia and Alzheimer's. And there is a um, group of students who are doing a research project. 
they want to uh, do a documentary sort of about her in particular, and they want to also do, you know, a documentary about, like, you know, how Alzheimer's and dementia, you know, the, uh, you know, the impact it has on not just the uh, individual that's suffering from the disease, but everyone around them, because, I mean, it's just a terrible way to die. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you just forget everything. You start forgetting your family. And, you know, just to see your loved one go through that. I mean, my goodness gracious. Like, I can't think of much more of an argument for youth in Asia to be a viable option in this country than I can from somebody that starts to suffer from Alzheimer's, of which we luckily were starting to um, uh, develop drugs that apparently they believe are going to be able to treat it better. But like right now, it's pretty much like a slow death. And it's not only like, I mean, there's some physical pain involved, but like it is mostly like psychological pain. And, you know, it's a psychological pain for the person with the disease. And it is intense psychological torment for everyone around them. But this then ended up taking like, you know, there was cult and like satanic rituals and all types of shit like that. So uh, without spoiling too much more, I definitely would recommend it to give it a gander, uh, especially if you are a fan of uh, movies that are shot in that way, where like half of it's like shot like a normal movie and then half of it shot as like, you know, camcorder, you know, Blair Witch style documentary. If you're a fan of those types of movies, and especially if you're into, you know, them in a horror context like Cloverfield, for example, this might be something that you really like. Some of the special effects were pretty cool. And um, overall, I thought the acting was really well, but I'm just personally not a really big fan of that type of filmmaking. So, and I thought that the story was going in like a cool direction. And then I was like, I, I don't know. But the way it ended, I thought was pretty decent. But other than that, I don't really have too much more to say about it. There were some specific things I'd get into, but given you haven't seen it yet, I don't want to spoil it. But I, I would say check it out if uh, I were you. What about you? Anything interesting you've seen recently? Uh, I mean, I've seen a bunch in the past couple months. <laughs> I'm sure you have. My God. You know, um, I, I try to stretch my content as long as I can. Like, you know, you could probably go on for a couple hours. Yeah, I won't go uh, into uh, too deep of some of the things Just I watch. Ev everything you've seen, you have 30 seconds per <laughs> per content. I watched the, the new Haunted Mansion movie based on the Disney ride. It's a family movie good for you know kids gateway horror it's got a great cast i mean it's got um well i uh, like family horror movies you know what i mean because like you yeah. know generally horror is like something you think of the parents watching after the kids have gone to bed yeah i mean this is like you can watch this with the kids you know what i mean so yeah no that's what like, i mean that's... yeah it's got lakeith uh, stanfield rosario dawson owen wilson tiffany hadish danny devito jamie lee curtis you know, it's got a pretty good cast, so, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the opposite of what I just saw. Yeah. But, you know, it's not as good as, like, you know, Goosebumps or uh, House of the Clock in the Walls, you know. But, honestly, the, those are both Jack Black movies, so maybe this movie was just missing Jack Black. <laughs> hey, don't, don't diss anything about Clocks in the Walls. I gotta tell you, going back to Amityville, Amityville 92, It's About Time, subtitle... Clock in the wall, buddy. Clock in the fucking no, wall. No, I was saying House of the Clock in the Wall. I thought it was a, a good family one. Uh, yeah. So it was uh, with Jack Black. So I was just saying maybe that was what this movie was missing was Jack Black. <laughs> so who knows? 
But uh, and then also on the horror comedy side, uh, back in June, I watched The Blackening, the uh, horror comedy about a group of uh, friends who go to a cabin to celebrate Juneteenth. And uh, they find like this game room with like this real racist game that makes them play like who's the blackest. <laughs> it, was, it was that sounds that sounds pretty interesting yeah it's like uh yeah like there's and there's like a killer who has like a vendetta and they have to use their like street smarts and knowledge of like horror movies to stay alive and it was, it was oh, are, well that's been done before but what what was but the name like of the, it again? the blackening the blackening yeah, it was, you know, it's like a comedy uh, horror take on it with an all-black cast. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there have been like movies similar. There's a lot you'll see a lot of like you know the the tropes in this as well. But like, I thought it was I thought it was fucking hilarious, and yeah. I, I definitely recommend that. Then I saw uh, the Boogeyman, based on a Stephen King short story. I I saw a movie called uh, the Boogeyman many years ago when I was I watched it with my roommates I remember I was living in Miami so it would have been like 2006 or 2007 um I'm assuming that it was a totally different thing this was yeah. it was called the boogeyman and it was you know a horror movie where the boogeyman as a man who was boogieing you know was killing people <laughs> and yeah, you know, that was that, that was the plot the boogeyman yeah. was ripping people this is like uh basically um this family is like still reeling from the tragic tragic death of their mother and like the the uh younger sister kind of you know is seeing something in the shadows and they're trying to like and then like the older sister you know like sees it as well eventually and then like they're trying to get the father to pay attention before it's too late i thought it was a uh, pretty i mean it, it's definitely like a little generic but i thought it was pretty well done and like the creature was cool because the creature was kind of like feeding on their grief and shit so like I thought that oh was cool. uh the, yeah very stephen king-ish uh yeah. the outsider uh same same type of premise feeding on grief looks for pain yeah yeah i thought it did a pretty good job with like uh you know shadows and, and lighting and stuff in this movie and like uh and then when you actually see like the boogeyman itself i thought it looked pretty fucking cool too so right on and then i saw uh cobweb with lizzie chaplin and anthony Starr. you uh, had mentioned you had mentioned i mean i i'll watch anything with lizzie chaplin and it's just because it's worth you know, it. Yeah, she's you know she's a fucking fantasy of mine. I love I, I've always loved Lizzie Chaplin, so you know. But uh, you know, obviously, was it like was it a good movie? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's worth it just for their two performances alone. That basically, it's like about this eight-year-old uh, boy who like he kind of gets bullied at school, and like so he, he like starts hearing something in the walls. And, like, the parents just, you know, are just, like, dismissing them. And, like, they're real kind of, like, strict and mean, too. And uh, so then, like, the presence in the wall starts, like, talking to him. So he's kind of, like, befriending this thing in the wall. And then it kind of takes, like... Uh, yeah, it's always... Kind of I don't know. I feel like it's always a bad idea to befriend th voices in the wall. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, it takes a pretty good, uh, pretty good turn on it. And then... Uh, but uh, at the end... It felt like they kind of ran out of ideas or something, because it's just sort of like after ninety or so minutes, it just sort of ended. You know what I mean? Like, and you were kind of like, "Oh, that's 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 what you're doing. That's how you're ending this." Okay, but like, I'd still give it a watch. Like, I thought their their performances were really good, and it was. I'll it was check it out good. for. I'll, I'll check it out for Lizzie. Yeah, and then uh, I think my favorite of the few that I watched recently was uh, "Talk to Me." Uh, it's an Australian uh, film that was made for like four point five million dollars. Yeah, I heard about this movie. I don't know anything with it, anything that it was about. Don't spoil too much because I plan to check this one out. Okay, yeah, I won't. But it's basically like a group of friends. Like, it's like these. Um, it takes place in Australia in like Adelaide, I believe. 
so if you're not used to the uh, Australian accent, you may want to like throw on some subtitles. Hey, but, uh, I'm used to it. I like the Australian accent. Yeah, me too. But it's basically like these group of friends who like discover that they can like conjure spirits through like this hand. It's like a severed hand that's like ceramic. Like, uh, like Ash's hand? Yeah, kind of, but it's it's like it's 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 been like solidified or like it's solid, and then like yeah. you grab the hand and you say like talk to me, and then like the like a spirit appears, but only you can see it and no one else in the room can. And then if you let it in, it but and like you do this by it. talking to a, a fossilized hand. You're not talking to the hand; you're like grabbing the hand, and like they explain it in the movie. But like, luckily, yeah. they don't get like too into it, which I liked. It was like they don't try to like over explain things. Right? Hold and your hand. They kind of yeah. like, yeah, you yeah. have to put some it's, thought. I mean, it's kind it. of a similar device to like, you know, a Ouija board in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I was yeah. thinking. But like yeah. the kids are like kind of getting off on like letting these spirits possess them and like, yeah, you know, they're like videotaping. The, the, oh, they were enjoying the uh, demonic possessions? Yeah, yeah. Well, were they all demonic or were like some of the spirits like like friendly spirits or were they all pretty much like, you know, when dealing with dark powers of this nature? Yeah, it wasn't all demonic. They were all malignant? They were, they were all, yeah, there were some definitely like weird like sexual ones and like you know then there was like a nice one and you know yeah. they all, like yeah it's it's kind of hard to like talk more i mean all the kids are like like they're filming it on their phones and stuff for like you know it's like oh try you know it's kind of like the, the you know all these viral videos that are going around it's kind of like oh like that's how the kids are getting into it it's oh, like like what uh, like some of this stuff like what i was talking about in the uh, taking of Deborah Logan, like that type of stuff where they're like filming stuff like on their phones where, you know, you, you have like, you know, some of the handheld stuff going no, on. No, there's none of that. You, like no, you see okay, the kids, that. Okay. See the kids uh, videotaping everyone, but it's kind of like. I'm not sure what that technique is called. Sorry. I, I, I would, I would describe it better. I'm not sure. I know it's called something, but, uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but, uh, all right. So it yeah. did not include that. No, but apparently like the directors did film all that stuff as well. Like, uh, you know, through the cameras. So like they have oh, like, okay. like a prequel, like they could uh, put out if they want to. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. They, so they, they're they're, yeah. that on like the DVD or something like that, but they've already talked yeah, about yeah. the sequel. So I think they've already announced it cause it's already made like maybe 30 million on like a, a on like a 4.5 million budget. So, Oh, cool. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because, uh, it just made me think of something I forgot. I had never seen the insidious movies okay. and I actually recently saw insidious one and insidious two. And I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Um, I thought, I thought insidious two is going to drop off a lot, but, uh, I, I didn't think so. I, 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 I might have liked the second Insidious a little bit more just because of how fucked up it was. Well, I don't know. It, it's close. I think I liked them both about equally. But I know, didn't you recently see the fourth one? Isn't Wait, that something you watched recently? No, that'd be the fifth one, uh, Insidious Red oh, Door. Oh, the fifth one? Yeah, because the, there's three that's a prequel. Oh, I thought this was the fourth. Because uh, the, the... Well, no, the... First, the second one is a sort of like a sequel and prequel combined. It's sort of like weird because like it goes back to like past events. And so time is a little convoluted in the second one. But, um, you know, I don't want to get too into them. But yeah, uh, yeah that's third... something that I did watch. You recently saw the fifth one? No, I haven't yet. But oh, the third... okay. The third is a prequel to the first. Then the fourth is like called the Lost Key, and that's also a prequel to the. It's a sequel to the third, but they're both prequels. And then this one's supposed to be a sequel to the second one. So like the kids all grown up. Wait, all right. So wait, uh, the first one is just the start of it, and then the second one is a sequel, but has like goes back in time and yeah. kind of. 
gives you some prequel information. And then the third one is a prequel to the first one. Yeah, because it follows the uh, the psychic that okay. they follow. Yeah, because at the end of the second one, she's like, oh my God. So, you know, she obviously sees something fucked up. So, all right, so that's a prequel to the first one. And then the fourth one, you said, is a sequel to the second one. No, it is a sequel to the prequel. So it would go three, oh, okay. four, one, two. Okay, five. okay, got it. Yeah. Three, four, one, two, five. All right, yeah, I get yeah. that. All right, right on. Kind of like the new Saul X movie, it takes place between one and two. Yeah, I get it. So the first two more focus on like the psychic lady and like her early life. Yeah, well, the third and fourth one, yes. Yeah, uh, and then the newest one is a is the kids like growing up and it goes back to like the family from the first two. So so the the fifth one is going to be like a sequel to the second one. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Very very confusing, and they did not make that yeah clear. yeah. We, that I think you did a pretty good job explaining it. That's why I wanted to like break it down. But uh, so the fifth one is that out in theaters now, yeah. or is it okay? Yeah, gotcha. I don't know for how long, but uh, yeah, it's out yeah, there. Yeah, some, that's something that I want to uh, check out as well. Next, I'll probably see uh, The Last Voyage of Demeter as well, because that looks really good. The uh, okay. Based on that, just a little short uh, part of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, about uh, them shipping the, you know, a Dracula from Romania to England. Yeah, epic trip. takes place on the, uh, the whole ship. I mean, they they did it before in that Netflix series, uh, Dracula. Yeah. Uh, the second episode, uh, which I remember being pretty good, but uh, I it's been a while. But yeah, this one looks really good too. And then, oh, the best thing I've watched recently is the first two seasons of this show called From. It's on uh, Epics, and I think the first season's on Amazon. It may still be on there. Oh, no, it's on MGM+. Plus. Uh, the show. I think it was originally on Epics, but you know, they, then they bought it. So, or, or that fucking was part of it. A lot of streaming services, man. Yeah, but I think the first season was on. Um, yeah, the first season was on Amazon. I don't know if it's still on Amazon for free, but uh, yeah, it's 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 really good show. It's kind of like if the best way to describe it is if Stephen King wrote Lost. So it's basically about like this group of people who get stuck in this town and there's no way out. Cause if they drive down the, down the road, they end up like just back at the other side of town. So it's like mouth of madness when Samuel Neal is trying to, uh, get out of uh, Hobbs end and he just keeps ending up back in and seeing yeah. villagers with axes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Got it's kind of like that, gotcha. but, uh, the at night they have to all like hide indoors because at night these like creatures come out and like if you let them in they'll just fucking murder you and shit real brutally like they all kind of like and they kind of walk like like, you have to like invite them in or like do are at night they're just like real quiet and they just try to like not draw on the attention like will they like rip into the house They'll, they'll like walk around like real slow, like Jason said. Like, so they look like humans and they walk yeah. around real slow and they all have smiles on their faces. They're all like super friendly. So they try to get you to like invite oh, them in. So you have to like invite them in. As, so as long as like at night you just stay in your house, go about your own business, like will they knock at the door and shit like that? Yeah, I don't know if they'll knock, but they'll definitely like be talking if they like see you in there or whatever. But if you're then, not in like, because uh, they 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 have like you know protections that they yeah. found to protect you and if you're inside, but like if you're outside, you kind of just have to hide and be quiet all night. Because if they find you, they'll tear into you. And, oh, uh, so you basically the way to be safe is to be in your house at night and don't let anybody in and just don't talk to fucking anybody that you don't know just stay in your house and if you are outside of your house it's fair game if you yeah, if you're outside you better hide and hope they don't and, find you. and what just go back what it, this was called from yeah it's really good oh yeah i'm gonna check that out and th- this was this was uh a series 
Yes, it's a, a TV series that, that was on. Uh, it was on Epics originally, and then it went to um, uh, MG, yeah. uh, MGM Plus with them when they oh, changed okay. um, and yeah, you said, really you said the, this is uh, season one. I've watched both seasons, like within like oh, two two seasons. Okay. Yeah. They are, I mean, they're already announced to season three. Like, the second season just came out, like, February, March, I think. Uh, I just got into both seasons, like, recently, within the past, like, month or two. And, like, gotcha. before the second season even finished airing, uh, they had already announced uh, a third season. Good. But, yeah. So, it's doing well. Yeah, it, it sounds like a really cool premise. Yeah, I'm, like, I don't care that much about, like, I mean, you know, the inner personal relationships and like their growth and, and stuff. I mean, there is a little bit of that, but it keeps you hooked enough where you're like invested into like the story of it all. And yeah. uh, so they're like, they don't, there isn't that much like lag, you know what I mean? There isn't like, Oh, Oh great. They're doing this. Like it kind of keeps the pace up enough. Uh, you'll recognize the uh, main actor, uh, Harold Pernui. I think he was, he actually was in Lost as uh, Michael Dawson, but he was also in Oz. Yeah, I never really watched Lost or Oz, so okay. It, he was yeah, in, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Yeah, he was in like. I'm, pro- I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I'll probably know him. I mean, I knew most of the actors in Lost and most of the actors in Oz. I just never really watched either. Yeah, of them. you'll definitely recognize him. You'll be like, "Oh, that yeah. guy!" Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's definitely those something. Those are the two that out. I would recommend the most would be uh, from and and talk to me. Yeah. And with yeah, talk, that, talk to me real quick, it was like at first, like the first, like I mean, it doesn't. It's only like ninety minutes, and it doesn't take that long to get into the premise of it. But I, at first, like maybe like 30, 45 minutes, I was like, all right, it had some good scenes in it. But I was like, is this just going to be like another overhyped horror movie? Because I've heard a lot of talk about it, and yeah. then like. By the last forty-five minutes, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in. Like this, this is kind of fucking cool. Like I like where they're going with this. Like yeah. I like, the, I like the story and everything." So. All right, well, that's definitely on my list. Yeah, that, and uh, I'm going to uh, try to watch the uh, other Insidious movies. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that that yeah. All right, cool. I'm gonna try no, to watch. So, but yeah, you yeah, know, you have yeah, to yeah. I mean, well, you know, The Witcher also did like a weird thing too, where you know, usually Netflix drops the entire thing at once, but for some reason, they decided to only drop like the first five episodes, I believe, and they waited like I think three. I think they did this like in the beginning of July, and yeah. then they waited till July twenty seventh to drop the last three episodes. I have no idea why they decided to do it that way. That's really strange for Netflix, but hey, that's the way they did it. So, yeah. Anyway. All right, well, that's all I got. So, uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, uh, it's been real, man. Uh, take care, and uh, yeah, we will see you next time. All right, peace. That was such...